Ready? And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards, joined by Sean Matheson from Greyhound Racing SA. How are you, Sean? Good, thanks, Tim. Great to be here on a Thursday. Yeah, a little bit different this week, and we've got a big show coming up. But gee, it's been a big couple of weeks. We've had the running of the uh, Tab Adelaide Cup. We'll go back and check out the results from that massive night there on the uh, Friday a couple of weeks ago. We're going to look back at the uh, Gawler Cup heats from last week. And, of course, we're going to focus on the Group 3 Gawler Gold Cup this Sunday night. It's going to be a cracking race. It always is out there at Gawler. And our interview this week is with Tony Rasmussen. So we look forward to having a chat to Tony about his chances on Sunday night. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. All right, The Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of uh, the uh, GAP SA Greyhounds and the GAP Prism programs right here in South Australia. You can check them out at freshpetfoodco.co.com.au. Look them up, all one word there, uh, on the website. Gee, Sean, we've had a, a massive couple of weeks in greyhound racing in South Australia, none bigger than the Tab Adelaide Cup, which was a couple of weeks ago now. We, we sat here, we discussed the race. We thought Aston Rupee would win, but was vulnerable, box number eight. Um, in the end, did you see the race taking shape the way it did? Uh, well, no, clearly, because I tipped yeah. Aston Rupee. I mm. thought that um, the fastest dog in Australia would be able to offset any box. Unfortunately, he, he didn't begin as, no. as you would have liked, and he copped a big bump on the first turn. He was still a pretty good run to run fourth. Um, Jaxwell ran past him to run third, who was a mm. huge run. Yeah. But clearly, um, when Do It lobbed second early, just on the back of the speed, on the back of the kennel mate. Um, he was always going to be very hard to hold out. A beautiful run um, and raced away, ran time as well. Mm. Uh, Mr. Fixit, who was a reserve, who got the run, showed his speed. And we spoke to Angela Langton on the dog cast and she gave us the indication that, you know, Mr. Fixit might get a start mm. um, um, because Keep It Black may well come out. He was heavily back too, Mr. Fixit. Yeah, I mean, with that early speed, I think yeah. it changed the complexion of the race. He was able to just jump to the front, and to be fair, it gave that do it a beautiful run. And those out wide who copped a bit of interference uh, just had trouble getting into the race. Uh, but Jaxwell, Tim, I know you were on mm, Jaxwell through yeah. the series. Uh, he didn't let you down. He ran a super race to get third for SA. Yeah, he lobbed in a handy spot down the back. But I think just calling the race, I, I sort of felt... Whoever lobbed behind Mr. Fixit was probably going to run him down. Mr. Fixit is, is a good, quick dog early, but yep. just struggles the last 10 or 15 metres. And, and do it was the dog that was sitting there and parked on uh, on Mr. Fixit's backside, so to speak. So um, do it was able to get the job done, winning the Tab Adelaide Cup. Jackswell, as you said, ran on really well. Aston Rupee sort of half missed the kick. When he did that, um, I sort of wanted him to get around them down the back straight and get into third placing and spot the leaders sort of five or six because then we really would have seen how quick he can be. Yeah, He might have been able to reel them in, but look, he lost no fans. He, he ran super. He ran fourth. Major, major finished fifth. He was a bit tardy away, major, major. Um, came and went, just didn't show the zip that he did in the previous weeks. Uh, we'll talk about him a bit later on in the Gawler Cup. Yep. Webleck Blazer, for me, was a little bit disappointing. He finished second last, and Spring Lilac, of course, finished last. Webleck Blazer, for me, the disappointing run. Yeah, I think he's a dog. Uh, well, clearly, they brought the dog over for the match race series because much better suited one-on-one racing. Mm. Can find a little bit of trouble in races, and that was the case here. I mean, he's a dog that needs a bit of luck early to find a spot, Webleck Blazer. Uh, it's Group 1 final. I mean, you can probably follow them with um, 
you know, going forwards, all these dogs. But yeah, if there was slight disappointment, Webber Blazer, because he was uh, on the second line of betting um, mm. with Mr. Fixit. As you say, Mr. Fixit was heavily supported. So probably the one that just didn't run up to what we'd have expected. Yeah, they ran a time there at 30.07. So certainly uh, the record stands with Aston Rupee at this stage of that 29.95. So um, look, um, he's a good dog. He's a very good dog, Aston Rupee. He'll bounce back. So that was the Tab Adelaide Cup. It was a wonderful night, Sean. Big crowd on track. Um, it sort of felt like the old days, didn't it? Um, with people enjoying themselves. There were masks around and doing the COVID right things, yep. but uh, there was music being played and, and it was a really good atmosphere. Yeah, obviously moving to the Friday night, daylight saving, school holidays. We couldn't have asked for a better night. We got a wonderful crowd. Uh, the racing was terrific. Mm. So you're right. The good old days, I mean, the last year and a half has been quite difficult for mm. everyone involved. So it was really great to get a, a decent crowd on course they all enjoyed themselves. Um, we really use it as a promote promotable event for our mm. industry. And I think from a racing point of view and, and also for on course, um, the people that were there, you know, hopefully they enjoyed themselves. Yeah. Yeah. What was the final figures on the night? Sean? Yeah. 1700 people, mm. which if you look back through the figures over the last sort of 10 years, that's probably the most we've had. Yeah. Uh, we generally average around that 1200 to 1400 mm. and we push up towards 1700 2000, you know, going back a number of years. So it was probably the best crowd in, in 10 years. It's really funny, Tim, when you, when you have to guarantee, you know, guarantee who's coming, people have to book mm. online and, and they do all through that, go through all that process yeah. rather than just coming of their own volition, mm. actually get a, a huge crowd. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. it's almost, maybe we should do that every year. Um, to make sure, because people came, they locked themselves in and came, which was wonderful. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And a lot of clubs are doing that. And of course, with the COVID situation, it's brought that on. And I remember being over in the Gallops uh, earlier this year at uh, Kangaroo Island, they had the same situation. They had to get pre-bookings. Everyone they knew was coming, they paid up front and, um, and you could tell how many people were going to be there. So COVID's had um, some, some impacts, I guess, people don't want. But uh, yeah. this is probably something that is probably good for the industry. Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, it does It does help to know who's on course yeah. going forward. And, and you can also hopefully plan for how many people's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It was a wonderful night. And we look forward to next year's edition. We've had some great winners over the previous years. So that was the Tab Adelaide Cup. We've had a big focus on Gawler this show today, Sean. We look back on Monday night, just gone. We had the uh, Sprint Classic Heats and we also had the Gawler Cup Heats. So just qu- quickly whizzing over the Sprint Classic Heats. The winners were Aston Hayardo, was able to lead and win, ran uh, 23.07. We also had a heat winner of Patch, who is a very interesting dog, uh, trained by Nicole Price. It ran 22.70. It's absolutely flying, that dog. Um, the third heat was won by She's a Hot Shot for Troy Murray. She ran 22.87. And the final heat was won by uh, Vitalina, who was able to lead all the way 23.07. So that race, which we'll touch on in the preview, is going to be a ripping race. There's some really good young dogs in that. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think the Sprint Classic, um, the field we've got is justified. I mean, they're all very fast mm. dogs. They've all got wonderful early pace to put themselves in the race uh, and they can all run time when up on the lead. So it's going to make for a really interesting final, but it's a really a really good series to complement the Gawler Cup heats mm. on, on Monday night, just gone. Yeah, we'll look forward to that. Patch running the quickest time. And uh, as I said, he's a very interesting dog, Patch. So I think he'll be hard to beat in that final. We'll touch on that a bit later on. They were the Gawler Sprint Classic heats from Monday night. The Gawler Cup heats, let's run through these. Uh, Sean, the results from Monday night. Of course, there were some cracking heats there. And all Show was able to win the first heat for Don Turner. This was a messy race. Yeah. Um, do, probably All Show got all the luck it needed and it won. Yeah, I think the time reflects that, Tim. 31.40. 
uh, all shows a 30-60 dog. Mm. Um, so there was big interference on the first turn between Adele's entity and Footrot Fernando. Uh, he got the run through and he was able to get the job done. He held off Spring Lilac, which was mm. a pretty good effort because we know Spring Lilac made the Group 1 final, has been flying for Vadim Roz. Yeah. Unfortunately, just with that interference, Spring Lilac didn't make the final as mm. as um, the second reserve. Gmelly Magic was huge. Yeah, like he, huge. he's a dog of the future, isn't he? Mm. We've touched on him, get him over a little bit more ground as well. What could he do? I mean, it'd be interesting to maybe... Yeah. We're going to talk to Tony Rasmussen later in the show about the Gawler Cup, but it would be interesting just to get his views mm. on Mally Magic about where he's going to go. But, yeah, he put up another wonderful performance. Uh, he copped about three checks in the run and still ran on Mally Magic. So follow him. He's the dog to follow out of the race. Next time he steps out, he'll be hard to beat. So they ran 31.40. The, the time, you know, said it all there, really. It was a trouble race. Um, the second heat was won by Victor Hayden. Now, this is a race, I must admit, 30 and 64 was the time. Victor Hayden was super. When Jaxwell lobbed second early, I thought Jaxwell would reel him in, but yep. not to be. Victor Hayden was super. Victor Hayden, uh, well, he loves Gawler. He's won two feature finals there, the Produce yeah. final and the Howard Ashton. He tends to go through a little bit unnoticed uh, to some degree in his races, but he drew one and, and he led, uh, which was surprising that he was able to lead. Mm. But once he led, he is very strong. And 30-64, that was a bit faster than I thought he'd go. Uh, Jaxwell, 31.02, sort of had every chance, I did think, to, to run think him so. down. Mm. Um, but that was his first run back to Gawler, Jaxwell. Yeah. I think he'll be improved for the final. Gemtree uh, uh, Maximus showed speed. I think Gemtree Maximus, the consolation, is probably the race for, for him this week going forward. But, yeah, Victor Hayden uh, got the job done from the front. Couldn't have been more impressive. Yep, yeah, they will both run well in the final, Victor Hayden and Jack Swirl. Heat number three was won by Cayman Went. Came out running, was able to lead. We suggested about a month ago that he might be a Gawler Cup yeah. dog, Sean. He's drawn well in the Cup too, but on Monday night in the heats, he, he won well. He ran 30 and 80, defeated Silverstone, who I've got a big opinion of too. Well, you've been on Cayman Went, Tim, yeah. for uh, a, a couple of months. The Gawler Cup targeted for this series. The Murrays have a great record in the Gawler Cup. Mm. He showed his good speed, and that puts him in a lot of races, and it gives him a chance to win. Uh, 30 80, he got the job done early from box 80, crossed over, and that was pretty much the race. The others couldn't chase him down. Silverstone, a dog on the way up. You've had a high yeah. opinion of this dog as well. Um, he'll be, you know, in the next six months, he'll improve to be free for all company, I'm sure, at Angle Park. Mm. Uh, but a very good run, and meet Joe Black running another consistent third. Uh, came and went, as you said, he's got a good draw in the final. He has really good speed. So, I mean, when you've got that sort of speed early, you're going to be mm. putting yourself in a, giving yourself an opportunity to win a lot of races. Yeah. He's come a long way in the last month, came and went. He's, um, he's going to be hard to beat come Sunday night, but uh, yeah, he won heat number three. We had uh, fire strike turn up in the next heat and win run 30 and 95. He's a very interesting greyhound fire yep. strike. Yep. Box one. I didn't think would be sort of the liking for Fire Strike. Um, still wanted to get off on that first corner, which has been a problem for this Greyhound in the past. Defeated Victor Reed and Aston Cade. Again, Fire Strike's probably got its box in the final two. Yeah, well, I reflected when the fields came out, back to our show with, mm. with Bosco for the Produce final when Fire Strike had drawn box one in the final yeah. after winning the semi-final from box eight. Mm. Um, and he drew one. And he was sort of, oh, yeah, no, it's a good good draw to be. Um, but he ran off on the first turn in the Produce final and put yeah. pay to his chance and a couple of others. Mm. And he sort of wanted to do that in the heat. He did. Um, but I do think that with Crusher Enemy, who was a bit of a wide runner, um, he just he was able to just get a little bit of room uh, with that dog being there. And, and then once he um, settled down, he's a lot of ability, fire mm. strike. 
uh, and then he was able to race away. She thought Victor Reed was a chance to reel him in, yep. but Fire Strike held him pretty easily to the to the run to the line. Um, uh, uh, held him well enough. Thirty yep. ninety five. There'll be improvement with Fire Strike, and as you said, he has got a good draw in the in the final. Yep. So that was for the Stamenkovic Kennel, and then of course we had Victor Grosso, who absolutely blew them away two starts ago, and then won really well on Monday night. It ran and ran 30 and 76, defeating Rosie Red, who ran super as well. So both the winner and the runner-up were, yep. were very good runs, and Victor Grosso continues to improve. Yeah, I got a high opinion of Victor Grosso. I said through the Adelaide Cup series that if he'd have drawn a bit closer to the rail, I reckon he was a chance to make the final. Yeah. Uh, he gets his opportunity in this Group 3 final on Sunday night. He was very impressive in the heat. Uh he got out pretty well. Rosie Red showed really, really good speed. She's got an awful lot of speed. Um, but he got the run, and he was able to run her down. Um, 30.76, his run home time was quite impressive. So uh, I think he's going to be a big player in the final. And and this Victor Litter, and so we'll talk to Tony, they, mm. they're all going wonderfully well. But a deserved victory there to, to qualify for the final. Yeah, they were the heats that ran on Monday night. Just gone at Gawler. Of course, we're focusing on the Gawler Cup, which is this Sunday night. That's been the week in review. That's thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. Look them up, freshpetfoodco.co.au. The Preview. All right, the preview this week is brought to us by the 2021 Group 3 Gawler Gold Cup. It's coming up this Sunday night. Now, general admission is free, Sean, but similar to the Adelaide Cup, they do need or patrons do need to go online and get their tickets. Yeah, that's right. You've got to get online, get your tickets. I think upstairs is effectively booked out for upstairs at the venue at Nixon's um, Function Centre there. Mm -hmm. But general admission, still available, absolutely. But you book online. Um, contact the Gawler Club or GRSA and, and we'll help you out. But, yeah, get online, book yourself in. It's going to be a wonderful night. It always is on mm. the Sunday night. Um, the weather's going to be nice out there at the club. There'll be plenty of um, food vans and yes. plenty of um, entertainment there. So I encourage everyone to get out there. Yeah, it's a good spot, Gawler, because you can get right up close to the action. You're right up near the fence. Um, it's always a good spot there to grab a seat out the front and, there's uh, betting facilities there and there's uh, kids entertainment there as well. So it's not just for the adults. Well, the other thing is um, it's the uh, Gawler Carnival of Cups is on yes. at the moment. So, uh, you know, in the northern part of the state, um, in the Gawler region, they've been doing a wonderful job this last week mm. with the other two coats, Harness and Thoroughbred. So, you know, we're expecting a wonderful crowd there. And it's great all three codes have got on board. Um, in the Gawler region, made it a real a real week of events. So um, Sunday night, I think, pretty much culminates that with the Gawler Cup. So uh, we're we're wrapped to have um, you know be associated with all the the two codes in this yeah, regard. Twelve races there. It's a five fifty five start time. So the Cup is actually race number eight. So it's not too late if uh, the families want to get the kids out there to, just to see the Cup. It's at eight twenty two. The Cup. So. Plenty of time to watch the race, get home, grab some dessert and jump into yep, bed. So it sure. um, should be a great night there. Before we touch on Sunday night's program, Sean, we've got a program at Angle Park tonight. Did you have time to whiz over the uh, the form there? Well, Tim, I have because mm-hmm. I knew that um, we both bombed out last uh, We did. Now, with our best Tanner bet. Max on Adelaide yes. Cup night. Yes. Boy, that was uh, a tough way to drive home. Let me tell you um, the way that he ran off on the first corner. And if he didn't, he would have won. Well, unfortunately, we didn't have a show last week because no. he put – 
put paid to his unfortunate second by winning, mm. no doubt you'd have had him as your best bet. So oh, yeah. I might go to you first, Tim, yep. for your best bet because you had the hot hand for the well, last month. Well, I actually i am going to tip something tonight. Rockstar Ruby in race number eight, number four. I'm going to give her a chance here. She's had a couple of runs in South Australia. She's dropping back to the 5.30 tonight. So... I think she'll give you a good run for your money in a really even race. I think you'll get 4 or $5 about her, and I think she's worth a play because I think she can run on from behind. And I just got the feeling, talking to Rebecca Romain a couple of weeks ago, that she rates this greyhound. Yep. Um, and now that it's had a few starts here in SA, it could improve. So at a spec bet, race eight, number four for me tonight. What did you like? Okay, well, I like race seven, number two, Alana Rhodes for mm-hmm. Troy Murray. Uh, she'll be favourite. She was a really good run behind Tanner Max actually last week. She ran 30 80 didn't have a, it all her own way. Um, Marley Jays are scratching in this race. So right. Lana Rhodes will, um, I think, will lead. Mm. I think she'll be extremely hard to run past. If she can run 30 80, I, I really can't see the rest of the field running her down. She's, you know, 220, 240. I think she can get the job done for us. Okay. So you like race seven, number two tonight. I like race eight, number four. So we'll see how we go there tonight at Angle Park. Now, the big night on Sunday night, as we said, it's a 12-race program. Let's first of all look at the Gawler Sprint Classic final. We touched on the heat's results. Now, the Gawler Sprint Classic will be race number four. Time to go just at around 7 o'clock um, SA time. We've got She's a Hot Shot, who's come up with box number one for Troy Murray. So he's been served some good box draws, <laughs> Troy, in the features. I've looked after him there. Uh, Crazy <laughs> Divas in two. Aston Hayato in three. Zipping Walter is in box four. Five is Kenya Razor. Six is All Out Crazy. Seven is Vetalina, and number eight is Patched, who is the dog that we discussed earlier on. Well, this is a really good lineup, and the box draws made this interesting. I think Patched and Kenya Razor, I, I do think for me, Sean, I think they're the two. Kenya Razor was beaten by Patched in the heats. Kenya Razor couldn't lead, Patched did. Kenya yep. Razor's a really good dog, and I think he can lead and hold Patched on Sunday night. So my early tips are five over eight. I think Zipping Walter's a big danger if there's trouble. I love the way he railed home. Yep. I think she's a hot shot's got to be a winning chance drawn box one. But for me, at this stage, my numbers are five, eight, four, and one. Yeah, I've I've looked at the race slightly different. Yep. I've looked at so much speed in this race, and I think that inside boxes have I do hold the key to it. Mm. If they begin on terms, I just they're that fast. I just don't see mm. the outside division getting into it. I do like uh, number two, Crazy Diva for Des Hockley. Okay. So it, there you go. You've yeah. tipped four and I've tipped one outside yeah. of that to well, win. She ran well. She ran well in second last she, start. She mm. missed the kick. Yeah. She missed the kick. And for her to run on the way she did mm. uh, was a really, really good run. Uh, she's a um, 860 dog to the, mm. to the first split. Mm. And she's got a wonderful record from an inside draw. The only concern for me is she's a hot shot is very fast as yep. well. I'd like Crazy Diva to begin and just cross over. I think she can hold the outside division. Um, my concern is if she goes head and head with she's a hot shot, um, she might find it a little bit harder to get past her. But I'm going to go with two crazy, crazy diva to beat one she's a hot shot. Eight patched on with you, Tim. Um, mm. Exciting greyhound this one, and mm. it's racing in wonderful form. Uh, and I'm going to put in all out crazy for Mike Widolts, drawn six. He uh, this dog did win this race last year, so it's great that yeah. uh, he's been able to get him back to the final. Uh, and he likes a widish draw, so I'm. I'm sort of going two, one, eight, and six, but I think it mm. uh, displays the evenness of this field. It is, and whoever gets the fly early will probably win. So yep. Crazy Diva, she's a hot shot, has got the speed. Aston Hayata was quick last week. So yep. 
the run on dog for me is Dipping Walter. I know he only ran second last week, um, but he, he goes well at Gawler. And, and inside, if he gets to the rail and there's bother, he's the one I want to be on late. He'll be thumping home at a good price. So I think it, it could play out many ways. You could run this race a few different yeah. times and have a different result. So for me, I've gone five. You've gone two. Um, the feature race is race number eight. Let's look at the Gawler Gold Cup final. It's always a very good race. Cayman Wentz come up with box number one for Troy Murray. Two, Rosie Red. Oscos Domenkovic. Number three is all show for Don Turner. Four, Victor Grosso, Tony Rasmussen, who we'll talk to shortly. Five is Jaxwell, Cameron Butcher. Uh, six is Victor Hayden, Tony Rasmussen. Seven is Victor Reed um, for Lisa Rasmussen. And number eight is Fire Strike for Bosco Stomenkovic. All right, Sean, you can have first crack. What do you like here? Okay, well, I'm going to be on Victor Grosso. Okay. So, Drawing box four is not a concern for me. There's plenty of speed in the race. We know came and went and Rosie Red drawn inside will come out running. Mm, mm. We know eight fire strike has got his box. He'll come out running. I just think that Victor Grosso will be the first dog to get in behind the speed. Yep. And he's that strong. He'll be ahead of his um, other strong types in the race, like Victor Hayden, Victor Reed, and Jaxwell. He'll be ahead of him. Mm. And I think he can chase down whoever's leading. Yep. I'd, I'd like him, him to almost miss it a fraction. He can come straight onto the back of Cayman Went and Rosie Red. They'll, they'll go hard early. Yep. And he'll get the beautiful run through. Uh, I like him at an each-way price. Mm. I think uh, came and went will be very hard to hold out. I think Firestrike's got his box, and and I'd have to throw in Jaxwell because he's mm. such a wonderful dog. So my numbers would be four on each way basis, but I think he's a big chance to win, mm. uh, to beat the one, eight, and the five. How did you look yeah. at the race, Tim? Look, I'm, I'm reading it as came and went, Rosie Red show the speed. I think came and went can hold Rosie Red early. I think, I'm giving Rosie Red a big chance here. I, I really do. She's a, a greyhound that I've always had an opinion of. Yep. She's ran some very good races. Uh, she's going to want to be up near the speed. And as we know in these big races at Gawler, that run to the first corner is crucial. And if they, if they can hold the inside pair, those two can run to, to that first corner together. They might just be able to get away from the others. Yep. So I'm reading it came and went to win. I've got massive respect for Victor Grosso. I think he's a very good young dog who's going to be thumping home. Um, I've got respect for Jaxwell, of course. I'm just not sure where he's going to end up, but I don't want to write him off because we've done that before and we've paid the, the price, Jaxwell. Um, so I think he's a danger. Um, Fire Strike, I've got a, a real good opinion of too, and, and Victor Hayden. So it, you can't tip them all, but at this stage, I've got came and went on top. Troy Murray, Gawler, it's his time. Yeah, and mm. it's a wonderful race as well. I mean... Again, a lot of these dogs came through the Adelaide Cup series. Um, they've all won. They've been in feature races for the last few months, and they all culminate here at Gawler for a Group Three final and a great addition to the race. Yeah. But it's it is again one of those races. You got speed and you got strength. And if there's a slight bit of interference mm. going to that first turn, there's a lot of dogs here who can run home electric. Yep. So well, it's going to make for a really exciting race uh, for those people on course. Well, I've read came and went like this. He's had one ordinary start in the last probably two months and that's probably been Adelaide Cup night apart from that he's been brilliant over the 531 yep. um, and if he was able to lead there are some strong dogs that could run him down but I reckon he's getting stronger and I think as I said last year or as I said last month I think he's got a lot to like about him there's a lot of major major about him yep. in, in what he does and I think he was major major won the cup last year so yeah um, I, I feel came and went can win so it's going to be a great race here race number eight on Sunday night 
Um, at an early thought, I thought the best bet on the program was probably meet Joe Black, race six, number two. I, I felt that he finally draws a decent box. Rebecca Romain made note of that a few weeks ago when we spoke to her. He doesn't have to lead to win. There's good speed in boxes four and six in that race. Yep. I think he might just camp on them and beat them. So I've made him the best race six, number two. Did you have a, an opinion? Well, I actually, as I mentioned before, I thought Gemtree Maximus in the okay. same race. So we might go head to right. head here, head to Tim. Head. Um, Maybe the exactor might yeah. be the way to go. Yep. But Gemtree Maximus, um, I just think this is his race. He's got the high speed here, and mm. I think he can cross. I think he can cross, he can pinch a break and and be extremely hard to run down. So I'm going to go head-to-head -head with you, race six, right. number six, Gemtree Maximus. Now, just on the night, though, Tim, yep. we've got heats also of the Gawler Stayers Cup, named after Bothing. Mm. So the club um, and uh, GRSA have, have named this race after Bothing. Bothing's the track record holder at... Gawler over the yep. 643 and has held that record for 15 years mm -hmm. um, and obviously was a group one national final um, staying champion in Tasmania. So a terrific uh, mm -hmm. honour to have the race named after Bothing and that final will be the following Sunday at Gawler. At Gawler. All right. Yep. Okay. Looking forward to that. Should be a big night there on Sunday night at Gawler. And whilst we're talking about Gawler, Sean, we're going to have a chat to Tony Rasmussen right now because Tony's been kind enough to give us some of his time. And, and Tony, of course, has got a very big card or very big uh, group of runners heading to Gawler on Sunday night. How are you, Tony? I'm very good, thank you. Very good. All right, you've got Tim and Sean here. Tony, um, you must be excited to see what's uh, lying ahead on Sunday night. You've got some crucial chances there in the final. Let's first of all start with Victor Grosso. Sean's tipping him to win the race. Um, are you confident? I like Victor Grosso as well. Don't worry about that. I think he'll sit in behind the speed and he'll just rail through and, and run him down. That's my opinion of him. Yeah, he doesn't have to lead to win, does he, um, uh, Tony? No, I'd like him to miss it a little bit. I was just listening to Sean then before. I'd like him just to miss it, just sit in behind him, and um, he doesn't have to lead to it. And he's getting stronger and stronger as well, that dog, as he gets older. So, yes. Um, he can run the time. We know he can run the time. All he needs is a clear run. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so if you lined all the Victor dogs up out there at your property, Victor Grosso would be the fastest, would he? No, Victor Hayden would be the fastest. Okay. Um, he's um, Victor Hayden is a dog that everybody might have noticed lately is starting to come out of the boxes. He's got quicker and quicker mm. out of the boxes. And, and um, I'm playing a little game with him this week too, and I'm pressuring him up. I'm not doing too much with him, and I think he'll come out again like he did on, on Monday night. Well, he's got he a, might get a surprise with the speed he comes out. Well, he's yeah. got a great record at Gawler, Tony, Victor Hayden. Yes, he has. Yes, yes. He's won two feature races there. So, um, But they were both out of box three. Box six is a little bit harder to, to, to tend with. But I, he's got the ability and, he, and he's got a lot of field sense. So a clean run. As you could see the other night, he ran away from Jacksonville at the end. So, mm. you know, he's, um, he's going to be a, a very strong dog in the future, I think. Did you expect him to do that, Tony, midway down the back when Jacksonville lobbed second? Actually, I said to Cameron before the race, I said, this will be very interesting if we lob side by side down the back straight. He's the strongest. And mm -hmm. um, I've, I've always had a bigger opinion of Victor Hayden. I've always said he'll probably run a bit of distance in his life, and I think he will. Um, but um, he's a very hard chaser, and he will run some he will run some big splits coming home all, all his life, I think, this dog. Okay, and you've got Victor, yeah. Victor Reed drawn the seven, uh, probably the third string of your chances. Yeah, no, no, don't count out Victor Reed. He, you notice the other night, he actually railed for the first time at Gawler. Mm -hmm. And we're all shocked. And I think if he comes out the boxes, like mm -hmm. he can ping the lids, that dog. If he comes out, I think he's as good as Grosso, that dog. Okay, well, he's got a, he's got, he's actually got the fastest PB out of the three of them out there at Gawler. 
Yes, he has. Yes, yes. He just hasn't had the luck. That's all that's been. The luck hasn't gone his way. That's the only thing about him. Every final, he draws the wrong box, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah. 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 No, he's, he, he can run the dog. Don't worry about that. He's got a lot of ability as well. And this this yeah. this breed, Fernando Bale, Victor Victoria, um, it's becoming a successful one for you? Um, yes. When... Um, when Joan and Ron gave me that opportunity to finish rearing them and then go through and pre-train them and train them for them, you know, um, I liked them right from the first day. I put them in the paddock just the way they ran. They just had nice long strides, you know, and they're very successful. They've earned a lot of money already. They have. A lot of money, that, that letter, you know, and um, they're only babies. They've still got a long way to go. They've still got a year and a half racing in those dogs. Who, so, do, um, who do you think, Tony, will be in 12 months' time? Who, who do you think out of that letter is going to be the best dog for you? I think Victor Hayden. Yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah, I think I think he's the um, the star of that litter. Um, he really is. You know, like he, he disappointed us at the start with his box manners, but I, like I just said, he's he's working it out now, and, and um, hopefully he can just keep doing it coming out the boxes. Uh, Tony, um, I think. Sorry. Sorry. No, Tony, I was just going to say. Sorry to cut you off there, but with this litter, and you're saying that Victor Hayden will possibly probably end up being the star of the litter. Normally what happens is you get some really, really good ones and then some that are that are okay. But it, it seems that this whole litter, mm. um, they're all quite close together. So when you say Victor Hayden's a star, I mean, Victor Grosso could be a Gawler Cup winner. Victor Reid, uh, you know, run an amazing time. A few of the other victors from this litter. There's not a lot of difference between them. They're all actually really good, which is a little bit surprising. There's normally a bigger difference, would you say, when you have a bigger litter between the, the the best one and the one that's that's not as good, yeah? Yeah, look, look, I, I do agree with this, Sean. I do think there's probably five in the litter that are really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Victor Mikey's coming back from an injury now. He'll be back in a few weeks. And, and he started off looking like he's going to be really good as well. But he's, he's carried a few injuries on his way through, like dogs do. Um, it, um, you, you, there's two in the litter that really haven't, on out and Victor Oreo is one of them we call him the show pony of the letter he's just a beautiful dog and everybody would want him on, on their lounge you know and, and Victor Flo well she's been a bit disappointing she was actually trying as good as um, the others at Angle Park at the start but just didn't go on with it you know and, and mm. I think this litter's been an absolutely amazing litter a perfectly bred litter by the, by the Shadow family absolutely perfectly bred litter um, yeah. we all dream we all dream of a litter like this you know yeah yeah, it makes getting up in the morning a bit easier, Tony. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. And um, they've bred a couple more litters too, and they'll be coming through to our kennel as they as they get older too. So we're looking forward to them as well. Can yeah. what about Kenya Razor in the Sprint Classic? I said to Sean a, a moment ago, I think he can win. I really do. I think uh, I've loved what he's done in his short time on the track. And look, he wasn't able to lead last start. Patch was able to cross him, but I know he's got box five. But he's got a bit of X factor about him. This dog. What I like about him, he loves the odd boxes. Mm. Whatever box we got, we want to draw an odd box. He likes to be in there for a little bit of time. All right? Mm. Um, and, yeah, I agree with you. I think he's got, he's got a chance of winning the race like any other dog in that race. Um, I think the one will be hard to, to beat out of the red. Yeah. Murray's dog. That'll be very hard to beat. Um, it's drawn to perfection, and it can run time, that dog. So, um, um, but, no, if, if Razor comes out and matches it down the back, it'd be an interesting race. Yeah. Um, how many greyhounds is in your kennel at the moment, Tony, between yourself and Lisa and, and Tara? You've obviously got quite a few up there. Yeah, Tara's got three. Uh, Lisa's got 20, 
22, 25, and um, I've got about 34 at present, but wow. I've got a lot of young ones coming through at present, so they'll be interesting. We just um, kenneled up some Fernando Bale. She's a nitro pups for their first time. They've been in there for a couple of weeks now, ready to go to the breakers. Um, yeah, we've bred a few of our own now, so we're looking forward to them coming through as well. Mm, yeah, it seems like you're going to have some fun there. One more question for you, Tony, before you head off. Uh, Mally Magic, um, he's a dog that I've got a big opinion of. Um, he just keeps finding a bit of bother since his derby win, but he, he sort of looks like a dog in 12 months' time could be an Adelaide Cup dog. I agree with you there. That, dog, that, that dog's a, a spitting image of Wormburner, and he's, and he's sort of starting off the same as Wormburner. He didn't light it up at the start either, and we're... We've just got to be very careful where we place that dog. We don't want to lose his confidence, you know. Mm. Um, he's got a ton of ability. He has a ton of ability, that dog. And um, very proud to train that dog for Cameron Butcher. I'm very happy to have him in my kennel. Yeah. He, he looks um, like, he, looks like well, he'll get a distance too. Well, that's what we're looking at next. Just get him away from the 500, put him in over 600. We can get a bit more room and to move. And mm. that's what Cameron and I have already spoken about that. So, yeah, yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, we got to exo- um, ex- I, Sorry, I've got a few other young ones coming through too. I think it'll be exciting, but they'll come through the system as they get there. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you've got a lot of a lot of very good dogs at the moment, Tony. And um, I guess Sunday night, if someone said to you, "What's your best chance on the night?" Or what would you say Sunday night would be? Would it, would you say it'd be um, Victor Hayden or Victor Grosso? Victor Grosso, for, because of the box draw. Yeah, all right, Victor Grosso. All right. Well, right. we'll see what we'll see what unfolds there on Sunday night. Yes, I'm going to try and get the wife to actually come down with me too. We'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, best of luck there Sunday night, Tony. Thanks, guys. No worries at all. All right. Thanks, Tony. Tony Rasmussen there, our guest on the dog car. Sean, I hope you're recovered there. Uh, Yep. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What Tony says interesting there is uh, Victor Hayden is obviously probably faster of the two and could be the best dog in 12 months' time. So that's an interesting assessment. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, what a wonderful litter they've got. They're doing a great job with them. Um, yeah, it was interesting. One-on-one, who'd be the, mm. the quickest dog? Victor Hayden, though, will probably go around, you know, each way odds in this yeah. race. And he's won two feature races at the, those sort of quotes. It is funny how fast dogs, box draws, fields they're in, they can still, um, you know, they still need that touch of luck. Yeah, and I've never heard that before. Um, Kenya Razor likes an odd box. Yeah. Likes to be in there longer. So uh, that, that'll be interesting. If he comes out pinging, well, uh, it's it's an interesting assessment as well of that dog. Well, it's a funny one because I think a lot of trainers don't like the dogs to mm. be in there for a long time. And you remember, Tim, went during COVID, right at the start of COVID, we were putting him yes. in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So. Yeah. Tony would have loved to have been in box one mm. that night because he'd have been in there for about a minute. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, everyone's got their thoughts on how they can win a race, and that's an interesting one there with Kenya Razor. It's going to be a fabulous night there, Sean. 12 race card. No doubt you'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, 12 race card, the first at 5.55. And as we said, the cup race number eight. It's always a ripping race. 8.22 start time. That's been another edition of the Dogcast. We'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, looking forward to it, Tim.